RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, hold on. Where am I? Hello. What's going on, everybody? My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. I'm sorry I'm late. I couldn't get my equipment working. And I don't know, the camera still looks kind of whacked, but hey, that's me. What can you do? I I look a little green and orange. I have no idea. But what are you going to do? I figured let's start the show and just take it from there and see what happens. Uh, You guys will let me know. I guess the most important thing is if the audio's (laughs) working properly. That uh, that always helps. So you guys will let me know. And we have a chat room filling up. Thank you, Jim, already for your super chat. I really appreciate that. And, you know, that will keep that you keep the show going and growing for real. Without the supporters, we are we're not able. I mean, whatever. You know how it is. We're, this is the independent liberal media. We don't have big money benefactors. Thank you, Jim. Jim says we, we got the thumbs up. Sounds good. All right. Great. And uh, the chat room's filling up. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Bob. If you're on any other chat room or platform, come on over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster to hang out. And I'm sure the chat room will be um, filling up with more people as as we go on. Um, I have to apologize. I wasn't able to do a show this week, a weekday show, but I I was honored to um, fill in to help. Well, Robin Kincaid um, invited me to fill in for um, for Mike Malloy. So Robin and I did the Mike Malloy show all this week. So I wasn't able to do this show. But today's show is pre-recorded and it's on right now at on uh, MikeMalloy.com and on Progressive Voices. So hopefully, you can uh, check that out. And honestly, I'm I'm really I feel um, incredibly honored to fill those. I can't fill Mike Malloy's shoes, that's for sure. But to be um, to, to be on his program, it means the world to me. He's really he's somebody I truly admire and I and is a mentor to me. So I I just want to say I'm happy and thank thankful. Molly Malloy is headed off to college. I can't believe it. I and mean, that's how it goes. That's life, right? You blink and uh, you all of a sudden it's 20 years later. So, um, but when I think about Molly and the youth of today, and in fact, this is what Robin and I were talking about earlier, it does give me hope for the future because the youth of this country are, obviously there are outliers as there are everywhere, but the youth are, this is the most progressive generation for sure. And they, that, and they are, um, this is why we're, um, experiencing such a backlash by right wingers, it always happens. Whenever you make a step forward, there, there will if the, your progress can be judged by the ferocity of the backlash. And you, as we know, they're really um, they're at it. They're at it again, trying to unravel and uh you know whatever by any means necessary uh, all the progress we've made but it's not what i just want to tell them if the 
um, you know, give it up because it's not, we're not going backwards. We really aren't. Of course, yes, they've overturned Roe v. Wade, but um, they really awakened the sleeping giant with that one. And it is a a testament that, you know, to the fact that they hate democracy because they don't care about the will of the people and they will inflict their their uh, their manias and their their whatever their their definition of society is obviously they hate they hate a progressive society they hate um they hate democracy and i don't care how many damn red white and blue shirts they wear look at them all right, so let's uh, not just look at them. Please try not to look at them, but you see what I'm saying. So, and uh, I, so, okay, so did you watch um, President Biden's speech? And I'm, I'm happy. I am happy that he's finally, it seems, you know, it's good, actually. This is what I was, I feel like I'm repeating myself because I was, we were talking about this on uh, earlier. I was talking about this with Robin. And, uh, so, uh, it does give me hope that president Biden is honestly addressing this problem and not just sweeping it under the rug or denying it with, uh, platitudes and offering up the platitudes of, uh, where the United States, even though he, he says that too, but I was incredibly happy we could t- and just like I was saying about backlash, we can tell that this speech that Biden gave yesterday is effective. It was effective. And I sincerely hope that future generations will will read it because it was a damn good speech. And I, we could tell that it is effective by the ferocity of the of the response from the right. And they only had, there they really are just one trick ponies, these fuckers, you know? So uh, saying how Biden is so divisive and he's, of course, they're using images of him as, uh, and saying that he's like a Hitler. Um, have they met their standard bearer? That's what I want to ask. Do they, have they seen him? Have they seen that con man? Have they seen the love letters? And th- have they seen his... Did, did they see the Helsinki press conference with the con man and Putin? Where he was... He, he really um, exposed himself as Putin's bitch. Okay? Uh, that's where they want to take us. And, of course, I, I'm like... Great. Keep talking, Trump. Keep up. Keep your big mouth open. Keep whining, right-wingers. Keep it up. Because they really are drawing a stark line between normal normal people and them, the MAGA Republicans. And it's it was... It's really um, smart, I think. And obviously, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how Joe Biden met with a bunch of historians uh, who warned him, and uh, I'm sure he knew anyway, but warned him about 
the threats to democracy that this country is under and how we are teetering on the edge. And he's uh, obviously taken it to heart. Good. And um, so I'm glad about that. But And I'm also glad that he's not afraid to to name names, to call them out. And the fact that he he um, categorized them as the MAGA Republicans, which gives normal Republicans room to, uh, you know, um, to join the actual patriots of this country, whether you're a Democrat, uh, independent, uh, or non-affiliated, or just a Republican who isn't a traitor isolating the MAGA Republicans into that bubble. It's like the, it's like having a festering boil or a tumor on the on the body politic that has to be excised. That's what they are. They really are. And the more they identify themselves, I think, great. Then I think that, uh, you know, it'd be easier to, <laughs> to, uh, pick them out and pick them off. One by one, legally and peacefully, vote these fuckers into history's trash bin. That's where they want to, that's where they belong with the rest of the fascists, because they, the, that's where they always end up. And hopefully we don't, we have, we will be able to nip them in the bud. The signs are good. I'm really uh, also, um, it gives me hope that one of the recent polls and you know how the polls drive me insane because the, uh, you know, that's all they do on corporate media is they discuss polls and they, they commission polls and then they discuss the polls. And then it's to me, the polls are like a self-fulfilling prophecy, but obviously some of the messaging of the, the threat we're under is breaking through because it was the concerns of the voters in these polls were it wasn't gas prices or inflation it was um it was the it was democracy itself so good and i see who somebody on the chat oh yeah jim says i'm glad palin lost me too that was a that was a bright spot in my day hold on a second we'll be right back this is Tara Devlin. All right, we're back. We're back. Oh, I didn't do the plugs in the beginning, but, you know, we're on all the other, the usual suspects. But if you can, please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And remember to, on Friday nights in the 830 vicinity, obviously I didn't make it. I keep saying obviously. I don't know. Maybe that's. Why is that it, that word in my head? I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try to switch it up. I'll try to keep that to him. The obviously is to a minimum. Uh, but see, I almost said obviously again. Uh, we join together. We come together Friday evenings in the 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time vicinity to hang out and um, discuss what I was, what I usually call the last days of the American Republic, hopefully, the, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You know, like I always say, it sucks to be right. I don't want to be right about these things. 
and let's hope I'm wrong that we will that that this republic is following well it is it is following the uh, demise of other republics that came before it but maybe we can because you have to identify the problem, right? So that gives me hope that Joe Biden and it obviously, let's see, there I go again, the fucking obviously, but um, Joe Biden and the people in his advisors, that they are taking this threat seriously and addressing it without apology. And that's what needs to happen. And that's why I talk about unapologetic liberal talk. We need that. And that's why this show is unapologetic. We don't have to apologize for being on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. That's not, that's nothing to apologize for. In fact, they should apologize for being um, traitors for being they the the you know the thing that gets me is and let's well let's just go through some of their uh, antics for a second. Well, not for a second, but you know, part of the show. Let's let's discuss. They're first of all they're they're victims, right? Well, here's here's Kevin McCarthy whining about division. Biden has chosen to divide, demean, <laughs> yes. and disparage his fellow Americans. Bullshit. Why? Simply because they disagree with his policies. That's that not disagreement. Is not leadership. It's um dis it's not about disagreeing with his policies. You don't if you disagree with your policies, go go make your case. Do the um, the the work of democracy. You don't like that you lost? Knock on doors. Discuss your platform. They don't have a platform. Their platform is whatever whatever they whatever they could do to please the con man at the top. And it is a grift. It's an entire grift. And none of these fuckers. This is the other thing. And it came out during the January 6th hearings how the um, how Trump's whatever that whatever pack they named the the scam that 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 they were um, collecting money supposedly for this this super pack that was gonna uh, some you know save democracy save America super pack and it didn't exist so every sucker and of course it's a grift because they would set up their payments on the donation site where it was it was very tricky and it was easy to opt in to re, uh, repeat recurring payments and many people and I we did I think we discussed it on the show too when it was a while back how people were having uh, you know, they without even realizing it, thousands of dollars siphoned out of their bank account or their or charged to their credit cards because th it's all a grift. They don't give a shit. It's not. It has never been about democracy. They've been dismantling this thing for for my entire lifetime since Ronald Reagan. 
bef- probably before, you know, at least, you know, Nixon it l- tried to play the game, but they have become more and more extreme. And yeah, I'm glad Sarah Palin lost. Thank you. Thank you, people of Alaska. I don't know if I could have tolerated listening to Palin. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, with To join the cacophony of kooks in that House of Representatives. You know what I came across? Actually, they suck. Oh, my God. I, can't, I hate them. Do you want to talk about divisive? And, well, here, let me explain. I don't hate them to the point where I'm going to murder them. I want to murder them. I want to execute them, hang them. Like they want to hang Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi and liberals and, you know, they want to, sh- or FBI agents. I want them to have health care. I want them to enjoy the benefits of living in a civilized modern nation. Like if they want to go to a library, they can go, they could do that. They have, or they, if they want to spend their time on whatever they do, I don't know what they do. Um, cooking meth well you shouldn't be doing that but um on a trump boat parade that sinks or something go right ahead i want you to have the leisure time to do that you don't have to toil in the fields and await your reward in heaven you know that's what we're doing that's what that is the hallmark of civilization right and I'm sick of these Republicans. I'm told. I wait. What was I saying? Here, hold on. Let me show you. You want to talk about divisive? What did I? Let me see. Where is this? I didn't. I wasn't expecting to talk about this, so I don't. I didn't have it handy. But I couldn't believe. I don't know if you saw Marjorie Taylor Greene not too long ago. She posted. She literally posted it herself. So, and she looks like she looks like an ass. Hold on, Marjorie. I refuse to call her MTG. Marjorie Taylor Greene. You want to talk about divisive? Yeah. Where is it? Here it is. Let's see. Hopefully it'll work. Americans are... Did you see this video, guys? Wait, let me get rid of the lower third here. You're a piece of shit. Thousands you of Americans believe her? stuck over there in Afghanistan. Can you f- uh, let me let me um, play that again? Hold on, just got to get rid of this. There's too many th- buttons to press. You understand? It's part of the charm of the show, I suppose. Yeah, let's do that. I know. Sorry, she posted this video, right? She did it herself. She felt like she was, uh, you know, pleasing to look at. She's in the gym, obviously. Well, there I say it again. Uh, Well, this is obvious. She's in the gym. Listen to her, though. Joe Biden, you're not a president. You're a piece of shit. Can you hear that? Did you hear what she said? I know it's kind of low. Joe Biden, you're not a president. You're a piece of shit. That's a representative. I... Um, I find that offensive, not just because she's, uh, using a four letter word, but she has no business being a representative. She's disgusting.
and you want to talk about divisive this is this this bitch calls the president of the united states a a piece of shit um these are people who sell fjb merchandise fuck joe biden they can't even not only the the let's go brandon the sophomoric baby infantile let's go brandon chants these are people that literally cannot say the name of the democratic party and they're whining about being um joe biden is being divisive um i am so sick of them i really hope the normal people of this country will uh, are waking up well i don't know what do you think are they waking up i ho- i hope so because it was pretty it was genius in a way that the way uh, they've branded this cult and he's now we're able to isolate it it's like like a cancer cell and uh, excise it from the body politic. That's what has to happen. And then the more they identify as uh, MAGA, because they're, now they're all over talking about, I'm a MAGA Republican. Yeah, we knew. We knew you were. We knew you, Lauren Boebert, banned from the bowling alley. We knew you, Matt Getz, the sexual predator. Yeah, we know. We know a lot of you are MAGA. And Kevin McCarthy, the other thing, when uh, does anybody when I hear Kevin McCarthy speak to he sounds like such a phony to me. It's like someone trying to muster some kind of uh, human or human like emote some emotions that he he saw other people actually uh effectuate is that a word effectuate yeah yeah i know right jim on the chat says such a godly demure woman but when i saw that video and that was a few months ago joe biden you're a piece of shit what are you talking about bitch that's all you got and they're going to talk and they're going to whine about being divisive. Now I, I'm glad that Trump is back opening his fat mouth and I can't wait. It's going to be great, guys, when he when he gets arrested. He's going to fucking jail. And he deserves to be there. We know he stole classified documents. He stole them. He deliberately, there's no reason for him to have classified documents at his, uh, at his cl- country club, where the, which is basically nothing but a spy magnet. They've already caught spies there. And what is he doing with classified documents? Why and why did he, if he mistakenly, how do you mistakenly put classified documents into boxes and take them to your tacky country club? And then the apparently some of these folders with the classified documents they were missing. It was just a folder. 
well, where are they? Where's the, where are the classified documents? And why are you holding some classified documents back? And do the, does uh, the $2 billion that dollars that, uh, what's his face, Jared got from Mohammed bin Bonesaw, does that have anything to do with the classified documents? He's an, he's an absolute traitor. Exactly. Jim says, how did he accidentally empty 48 folders? He's, he's a traitor. We know that. You see, these people, these filthy traitors, all of these Republicans, they hate this country. They hate the constitutionally limited Democratic Republic. That's why they, when they win, despite receiving fewer votes, they don't act like they want to unify the country. And then this is something that we were talking, I was talking with Robin about on uh, the, when we were subbing for Mike Malloy and they do whatever they do that you think about I really do wish actually, now that I'm saying this, that another example, of course, Joe Biden would never mention it, but they talk about drinking liberal tears and that always, it got on my nerves, but to only because I, um, other normal people wouldn't call it out for what it is, a divisive, anti-patriotic attack. If you're, if you're motivated by drinking the tears of your fellow Americans, then you are a fucking traitor. You should be embarrassed. And the fact that they don't realize it says everything we need to know about them. The fact that they do not realize that they're, that they think they're, they actually think they're patriots. And they are clueless about what this country is, what a, what, ha, how it was founded as the antidote to everything they stand for concentrated wealth division everyone in their place hate of church and state intertwined that this is what they want L no taxes on the rich education is the is a uh, province of the rich right that's what they want they don't want government schools everything that is required to have a functioning democracy they hate they attack public education. They attack the press. In fact, uh, I mean, they allowed a one of our journalists to be lured into a Saudi embassy and dis and uh, and and murdered and dismembered alive. And then immediately that day. The fucking con man tweeted how how great the Saudis were. You see how scummy they are. And another thing, I, I was we were talking about on uh, the Malloy show uh, about how well, you think about everything that 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 these filthy that these filthy fuckers did. Like for example, Trump giving out medals of freedom, they, cheapening the medal of freedom, giving out a medal of freedom to, to Rush F. and Limbaugh, the Barack the Magic Negro guy, the racist, the one who said some people are just born to be slaves. He gets a medal of freedom. 
And also giving a, a Medal of Freedom. Who else got one? Devin Nunez. Hold on. Four. Let me see. Hold on. Who else? I think Jim Jordan got one too, right? Complete. Just like they wiped their ass on the curtains of the Capitol. This is this is the the equivalent of doing that. Let's see. Did Jim Jordan get one too? Which says everything. It really does. Of and it cheapens everybody who got the Medal of Freedom. Yep, he did. He did. Yeah, Trump gives Medal of Freedom to loyalist congressman Nunez. This is from when the hell was this? In 2021, a thousand years ago. Devin Nunez, who defended Trump in the investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 election, has been awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Fuck you. He's the one. Remember that went and snuck around like a little like a little roach tipping Trump off to the fact that his crimes were catching up to him? Oh, and, uh, you know, oh, God, I can't handle it. Every time he's... The other thing, we'll talk about that in a minute. Well, I'm going to play a video. In announcing the award, the White House says Nunez helped unearth... This is what is the quote, quote, unquote, unearth the crime of the century. You mother effing traitor and thwart a plot to take down the sitting United States president you piece of dirt and that's gonna go but when future generate what do you think is gonna happen in the future when historians and patriots and normal people look back on this time and they look back on who received the Medal of Freedom. You know who else? Who else? Let's see. I think uh, Rosa Parks received one. Let's see. Medal of Freedom recipients. Let's see. Wikipedia. Let's go there. Hmm, it goes back to 1963. I don't know many of these people. Let's see. Editors, diplomats, chemists, educators. Hold on a second. This is Tara Devlin, Unapologetic Liberal Talk. Oh, look. Who re- look who, who else received? Helen Keller. We know her. John Lewis. People actually did things. Henry Ford, even though he was a racist, but okay. Walt Whitman Rousta, not not the poet. Economist, professor, journalist, lawyer, civil rights activist. Buzz Aldrin, Neil Armstrong, Michael Collins, you know, the men, the first men to travel to the moon. Duke Ellington. Who else? John Ford, the director, made some epic and uh, distinctly American films. 
Who else? Let's keep going. Martin Luther King Jr. received one. Of course, Jonas Salk, the man who who discovered and patented, not even patent, what am I saying? He didn't patent the polio vaccine, saving millions of, of children and the American people from the grief of polio. Jonas Salk, who famously said, uh, how can, uh, when they said, why didn't you patent it, the polio vaccine? He said, well, it belongs to humanity. How could you patent the sun? Makes you think, right? As people are paying, uh, you know, they're not able to afford their diabetes medicine and things like that. It's disgusting. Let's see, who else? We're getting closer to time. Jackie Robinson. Just picking out some... I mean, there's a lot of people on this list, but Lucille Ball received one. Yes, she deserved it. She's she's an icon. Margaret Thatcher. Oh, no. Oh, I hate these Republicans. Really? You gave Margaret Thatcher... A, a medal of they don't seem to understand that Margaret Thatcher is not American, but she gets a medal of freedom. Okay, I guess you don't have to be an American. Colin Powell, Norman Schwarzkopf received. I'm sure these are all Bush administration. Who gave Margaret Thatcher a fucking medal of freedom? It doesn't say. 1991. Who was the president? 1990. Is that Bush? I don't remember. Yeah, George W. H. W. Bush, of course, because these these Republicans have a fetish for Margaret Thatcher, even though she was a divisive bitch who destroyed the labor movement and well, and destroyed unions in England. Homelessness was rampant. Her and her yeah, attacking the 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 English because. Um, you know, she was an ideologue who thought uh, one of her excuses for all the the chaos she caused was like, oh, well, when you're when you're sick and someone and you're laying in bed, and I'm paraphrasing, and you, uh, what what's what's better, someone that says, oh, they're there. You you just rest and take care of yourself. Or is it better for someone to say, all right, get up, work through the pain? That's what she, she um, likened it to, that people were just lazy and they needed to get their asses kicked a little to be more, be more productive. Because that's all, you know, that's all that matters. The, the meaning of an economy is you are... As Ann Rand said, grist for the mill. To uh, well, how did she put it? Fuel to be burned for for those who deserve it. That's exactly what she said. So, okay, Rosa Parks received a Medal of Freedom. Oh, Bob Dole. Well, you and and it is interesting. Of course, you could you could see how they're being politicized. Of course, you know, why else would you give a medal of freedom? What, what to Margaret fucking Thatcher? 
Medal of Freedom. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Um, Muhammad Ali got one. Tony Blair, of course. He got one, too. Because he was a co-conspirator in the illegal war. I'm sure that was George Bush Jr. Holy shit. Who gave? Oh, okay. George W. Bush. <laughs> oh, my God. Maya Angelou. And Angela Merkel got one. Tony Morrison. Here we go. Let's, let's get Oh, Joe Biden. Yeah, that was um, President Obama gave Joe Biden one. Babe Ruth. Simone Biles. Where is... uh... Oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Rush Limbaugh. Here's the ones in 2020. Oh, he did. He gave one to Tiger Woods. The asshole gave one, yeah. Rush fucking Limbaugh. Devin Nunez. Jim Jordan. Ugh. God. God. The embarrassment. Jim Jordan. Him. That guy. Anyway. God. God. Thatcher. Right. Jim says, Thatcher was very randy. And well, they were. They are. And we can trace the miseries of this, of the past 50 years right to the doorstep. Well, is it 50 years? Has it been that long? 40 years of the of Reagan and Thatcher. That's for sure. They were two peas in a pod. Well, apparently they had uh, a very good relationship like Trump, who had a great relationship with all the world's dictators, like Kim Jong-un, who played Trump like a fiddle. Isn't that embarrassing, Republicans? Aren't you embarrassed that this little pissant tin pot dictator played your, your con man? So he played him. He had, what did we get? for that that fucking relationship whatever that oh great relationship remember how they the the press would uh ask how's it going with you know in the negotiations because there was trump was trying to get the uh the little dictator to give up all his nuclear weapons and um the little dictator said oh they would only shut down one nuclear facility and that would and in exchange for lifting the sanctions and it never happened they they couldn't come to an agreement but that didn't stop trump from yet again uh tweeting remember this I, it's all coming back to me tweeting to the tin pot dictator saying hey meet you at the uh at the border for a photo op and that's all he did all they did all that trump did was give the tin pot dictator propaganda material to remain the the uh, all-seeing all-knowing god of north korea while the people of north korea starved literally and they're starving and i think we would discuss actually this week on when we were um Filling in for Mike Malloy, Robin and I, I was recalling how one of the North Korean defectors 
when, well, recently there was a North Korean soldier who ran across the border and while he was running, he was shot by other North Koreans and he miraculously survived. He was shot like five times and while he lay there dying, um, somehow he was rescued by um, the Americans or the, uh, on the, uh, on the, uh, on the South Korean side. I'm not sure if it probably wasn't Americans. I don't know who rescued him. The, the good guys rescued him. And so as they cut him, they cut him open and they, uh, you know, to save his life, to get the bullets out, and they started pulling out worms. He was riddled with worms. And uh, that's, that's North Korea for you. See, everyone, before there was a, a civilized society where you had food inspections and decent water inspections and uh, you could turn on the tap and and be and you could trust that your water isn't infested with parasites and and you eat food you don't think about you know am i going to get worms from this that everyone had worms <laughs> and i remember reading about this in history that um most people throughout history, and you could see it in um, as the archaeologists and historians, or however, when they discover, when they do research on um, bones, and I don't know how they figure it out, but they they basically know that most people, everyone had th that's how you lived. You had worms. Everybody had it because you know. Um, they didn't have the kind of standards and civilized society that we have. You know, that Republicans hate and want to dismantle. That's, so, that's the society we can look forward to in Republican land. MAGA morons. <clears throat> and there, you know, we're talking about... This is... My name is Tara Devlin. Hey, guys. Hi, Mark. I see Mark on the chat. Hello, Trucker John. Hello, Jim, and hello, Haku. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, Jabamaki. It's very nice to see you, Ed. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. Nice to see you, Winston. Uh, who else did I miss? And Jonathan, of course. Thank you, Jonathan, for hanging out. Thank you, Jim, for the lone super chat. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I don't know. You know, Mike, uh, not Mike, I will get Mike Malloy on the show. I know I keep threatening that, but Tom Hartman is coming on the show in a couple of weeks, so we have that to look forward to. So, you know, the show, whatever. The show is what it is. We, sh we should be proud of ourselves for doing it anyway. Like, look, look how orange I am. Let's see. Let's see if this fix it. It's supposed to fix it. I don't know. Whatever. It's okay. I'm orange. But what are you going to do? All right. Let, let's look at some of the Republican responses. Well, first of all, when um, Joe Biden gave his speech, which I believe is going to go down in the annals of history, as one of the I was one of a, the greatest speeches in a, in a presidential history. You know, I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. Here's Trump 
uh, the response that so uh, while Joe, Joe Biden's talking about freedom and democracy, here's Trump. I will tell you, I will look very, very favorably about about full pardons. If I decide Amen. to run and if I win, Who's that I will be looking Ooh. very, very Amen. strongly about pardons. Amen. Full strongly. Pardons. Well deserved. And I think that's probably going to be the best because even if they go for for two months or six months, I mean, you know, they have sentences that go a lot longer than ah, that. Years and but years. But we'll be looking very, very seriously at full pardons because we can't let that happen. What's happened here at and I mean full pardons with an apology just to many an apology. Amen. Unbelievable. Uneffing believable. And so not only are uh, these people traitors who assaulted the Capitol, who beat the police, who engaged in hand to hand conduct, combat conduct, combat with the police for hours, who showed up at the Capitol with assault weapons and zip ties, cattle prods, maimed the police, the Capitol Police. People, I I was reading some of the injuries. One of the people, one of the cops lost his finger. Unbelievable. I'm trying to find, let's see. Here, look. These are the ones he wants to party. We're boots on the ground here. We're moving on to Capitol. Fuck you, police. We are still taking metal, sharpened objects, missiles to include bottles and rocks and hand thrown chemical grade fireworks. Ooh, right. Just to refresh our memories of what they're talking about and solidify the, the fact, yet again, in our minds, as we knew. They're traitors. They're effing traitors. This is now effectively a riot. 1349 hours declaring it a riot. Look at it. Breaking the windows. um, Apparently... This tip of the spear. That's has a rioter. Tip of the spear. Calling it the tip of the spear. I guess it's the proud pricks. Unreal. That's... I will tell you, I will look very, very favorably about about full pardons. If I decide to run unreal. and if I win. I will be looking mm. very, very strongly about pardons. Amen. Full pardon. Uh, well and deserved. I think well that's probably deserved. going to be the best because even if they go for for two months or six months, I mean, you know, they have sentences that go a lot longer than ah, that. Years and years. But we'll be looking oh, very, very seriously the horror at full of a white, pardons. White people, because we white can't rioters, let that happen. What's happened traitors. here, at, and I mean full Being held accountable. with an apology to, to many. An, an apology. apology. Amen. Amen. The other thing, and this is what I was going to mention earlier, that the other thing that drives me insane in general, and I'm sure you guys hear it too, when these 
these fucking traders, especially the the head trader, the con man, when they talk, they they never have specifics. What the fuck is he talking about? Does he even say anything? We're going to look very strongly at uh, pardoning them because it's very bad. They're treated very badly. How? How? Where? Give us an example. And there, and because that is part of the propaganda, you're supposed to fill in the blanks. Whatever Maney is, you know, of course, he's talking to a bunch of trader, traders and morons. So they're going to fill in the blanks with their, with all the fears, with all of this, the sickness that they are, um, you know, afflicted with. And it's, it really is, it's malpractice. And that's what I, I, how I, I call it. It's political malpractice. They, and it shows you the depth of how evil they are, how evil Republicans are. Because you know, Trump knows he fucking lost the election. They all know it. Mitch McConnell, Mos- Moscow Mitch, Kevin McCarthy, all of them know it. F- tri- Mar- Perjury Trader Green knows it. They know he lo- they know there is there's no evidence. There are, they have no examples of voter fraud. But th- it doesn't matter. They repeat it again and again. I just saw a, I was so annoyed. Here in, in right in Queens, that some fucking guy, some guy in a van, I have no idea who, but had a sticker on his car. When I die, please don't let me vote Democrat. And where are you getting that shit from? I mean, how embarrassing it is for a sucker. To, to to drive around with a, with a sticker that is it does nothing except betray that there's something wrong with him, that he is a dumbass, that he is an easily led dupe who is really a traitor to this country. Because if there actually were, if there were if there were problems with voting, we everyone would join in. We would do something about it. It would be evident. But there's no, there's no examples. And when they find examples, as we know, when they find examples of people voting fraudulently, it's fucking Republicans from the, from the villages. Or who was the other one? I forgot. Uh, was it Kevin McCarthy? Oh, no, it's uh, Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows. Meadows, let's see, voting. Anything happened to Mark Meadows? Mark Meadows simultaneously registered to vote, not in one state, not, you know, that's normal, not in two states, but in three effing states. Unbelievable. And he's saying, what, he's, he's saying nothing but everything at the same time. He's not... He's not saying anything specific. Oh, they're being treated so badly. It's so wrong. What? What's so wrong? 
what, what, how are they being treated? If you know that they're treated bad, sh tell us, show us what's going on. They're not being treated. They're being treated like the fucking traitors they are in an American prison. I know it must be shocking when white people actually go to jail when they're held accountable for their crimes. But we, we know the fact is that if it were Antifa, if it were Black Lives Matter who attacked the Capitol, they would be, they wouldn't be in jail. They would be in goddamn coffins, as we know. Well, right? They'd still be wiping up the blood. But it is, you know, this is the thing that it betrays how evil they are. So there are um, other Americans <clears throat> who are traitors, of course, but they're dumbasses. They don't realize it, you know? They actually think, they actually believe this sucker. Just like the dumbasses who believed that Trump University was going to make them into a successful businessman or woman like, like Trump, who wasn't even a successful businessman himself. Hold on. All right, this is Tara Devlin. Thank you, Jim, for your, your double super chats. And thank you, Mark, for your super chat. Nice to see you, Mark. Never forget that we are the majority. Exactly. And I re, uh, people have asked, what's a super chat? If you don't know, super chats are if on YouTube when we're in when we're um, during the show, people can chat like a tip or something, you know. And I'm talking about you know like a, a monetary tip to keep the show going and all, and when you do that it's called a super chat but you can also attach a mess message or a, an emoji or something that's what super chats are it's not just a chat it is a chat with uh, this with support for the show attached and uh, and a message where are my sisters tonight lavender asks i don't know we got a lot of men in the chat room that's all right Where's my sisters? Come on over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster. I know it's very difficult to, I don't know, you know, I keep saying it. We have to, I got to get a more regular schedule for the show. It doesn't help. I, I got to do a show. I got to do a show. Like I, my dream is to be able to do one every night, but it ain't happening now until we get, until we have the support. You see, the other thing with, that pissed me off about this clip, <laughs> I'm more, let's bring it more home in a way. It, it's another example. And this is what I was talking about with Robin earlier. Uh, who is this woman? Who, who is that bitch? Right? I never heard of her. Why is this, the so-called, the former so-called president of the United States on her show? This is what Republicans do. You think I would ever get Joe Biden on this show? <laughs> Forget about it. Or, I mean, I don't know, many, many, uh, uh, because we're not a, we're not a big show. And that's what, uh, not that I wouldn't mind being more, um, 
wide, widely known only because it gets the message out. But that's something liberals don't do, it, to my eternal frustration. The other liberal media pundits, the other, uh, even the, the, the um, what do you call it, you know, politicians, they don't, they don't support the independent liberal media like Republicans support their fascist propaganda outlets. You understand, this is why they are able to spread their divisive, hateful lies. Because every, they know that they need, they, they need a, uh, the platform because that's all they have. They, and they want it to be that everywhere you go, everywhere a citizen goes, they will encounter the lie. They encounter the message of the liars. So it's ubiquitous and they support even the, the most outliers uh, of outlier shows everywhere. They go, you know, Instagram, whatever, TikTok, but they, they will support these shows. And then the, you'll have this bitch on Fox news. I bet that's what they do. This is what they do. They did, especially if you are a podcaster with darker pigment, you'll, they'll put your ass right on Fox news. And these people, the other thing is they're dumb. They're dumbasses. I do not understand it. I, I don't get it at all. Why do people want to listen to dumbasses? who have no, they have no, no, they have no, I mean, nothing to offer. What are they offering? Like, why are you listening to Tommy Lauren? Who a, sh a few short years ago, she was sitting in a summer school class saying, tweeting summer school sucks in high school and saying uh, another tweet. She said that, Work sucks, but at least it's my mom's store, so it's chill as fuck. That's who you're listening to. Stupid. Oh, also, I mean, whatever. Who cares? Fuck them. It's just, to me, I don't get it. I do not get it. But thank you, Drifter Road to Numbness, for your super chat. I love that name, and I thank you, too. Thank you, Drifter. I love it. Road to numbness. Can I come? <laughs> and hi, Shannon. Nice to see you, Shannon. Very nice. And Jabbermocky. Hello, hello. All right. Yeah, but that's who he's talking about. I, I really wish that the the corporate media would push back, of course, but they don't. They'll they'll play these clips. They but they never say what we're saying here. Like why uh, uh, the specifics? Let's get the specifics. What the fuck is he talking about? It's like they do it all the time. They allow, you can't let. I mean, if there's such if there are such crimes happening, de detail them. I want to hear. What's, what are they doing? You know, we could, we could bring the receipts. They have no receipts. Never, ever, ever. 
because we know why. They want the dumbasses to fill in the blanks with their own sickness. And like I was saying, it's very, it is political malpractice because what they're doing is it's, it's patently evil. They're wasting everyone's time, right? Not just, I mean, that's just to put it mildly, but they're wasting the country's time. They are also robbing all of their asshole followers of their of their peace and serenity. They're telling these people that they're under attack, that the country is being stolen from them by by people, not just an opposition party, but those who are they are literally evil demons who um, feed off adrenochrome, which is harvested from the, uh, the glands of suffering children. The children have to be suffering to get this adrenochrome. And this is what they use, what Nancy Pelosi uses and what um, Hillary Clinton uses to, uh, to stay so young. What? But this is what they do. And maybe some people are, okay, they don't buy it. But a hell of a lot of them do. And they listen to them. They listen to the con man telling them that the the country um, is under attack, that their votes are being stolen. And it's fucking bullshit. It's complete and utter bullshit. And they know it. So what is that? What is that? They're selfish. They're sociopaths. They don't give a shit about the American people. They don't give a shit about everyone who ever died for this thing, which is the biggest offense of all. I find it, I find it absolutely offensive. When I saw these scumbags attack the Capitol that day, and then the more that the footage came out, and the more we learned what went on that day, the more absolutely disgusted and offensive it is i was completely offended by i mean i i was surprised at how personally assaulted i felt watching them destroy the capital all right this is tara devil and we're talking about uh how disgusting republicans are and dark brandon rising yeah which is what I, I appreciate. See, that's the thing. I, we might, it's, it, we had, there is some hope. What am I trying to say? That, that Joe Biden is pointing out the, the cancer in our body politic. We need to do that. It's like being in recovery. You gotta, first, first you gotta admit it. And, uh, then you have to, uh, get rid of it. <laughs> Don't pick it up. And you won't get high. But they are... It's not... The thing is, though, here's the other thing. The um, It isn't an outlier. That's one thing that Joe Biden... I guess he understands, but what is he going to say? The way he spoke... In, he basically, you know, he invited all of us to unify around democracy. That's what. That's it. And that is a unifying rallying cry, and I'm happy to hear it. We should unify around, not, not around some one, one con man. 
who envies the world's dictators and is nothing but a grifter who uh, did nothing, who did, who's never done a goddamn thing for anybody in his, in his entire wasted, useless life. And he's a traitor, and it's going to come out. Unprecedented, unprecedented. You better believe it. It's unprecedented that we have a traitor squatting in the White House. And one of the things Joe Biden references how I'm I mean, I'm, I'm just paraphrasing is that how democracy runs is functions on an agreement. We all have to agree to play by the rules. And if we don't agree, then I don't know. If you don't want to play by our rules, then get the fuck out oh, oh, or shut up and go away. Just go away. God, God, right? Well, the thing that uh, irritated me, too, this is another reason why I ask for, uh, you know, to support the independent liberal media. I'm not sure if you saw, we, uh, we were talking about this, I was talking about this with Robin on uh, the Mike Malloy show, but how CNN, they all started criticizing, they criticized Biden's speech for Biden for having two Marines behind him, which all you got to do is uh, a Google search to see every single president, including the con man, standing there with Marines behind him giving a speech. But so how this is something else. This is above the pale, right? It's beyond. And the Republicans are saying how it's a political speech. You shouldn't use Marines as a backdrop in a political speech. This was not a political speech. It was what, what, what part of we need to save democracy is political. That should be something we all agree on. Unbelievable. But CNN was, uh, I guess, somehow, they're trying to, I guess, attract MAGA morons to their to their shows. I don't um, try. I, it's you're not going to do it. It's not going to happen. But. Their one of this one of their pundits tweeted Brianna Keeler. I'm not sure how do you pronounce her name. Whatever. Whatever you think of this speech, the military is supposed to be a political positioning Marines in uniform behind President Biden for a political speech. Flies in the face of that. Whether what did she say? Uh, it's wrong when Democrats do it. It's wrong when Republicans do. Fuck you. It's not a political speech. This is a speech to all. It was a official White House speech to all Americans that we, um, you know, we got a problem here. The whole world knows it. Not just uh, us. We all know it. Everyone knows it. They're using the, the word fascism in mainstream media. Meaning that it is a, it's a problem that cannot be ignored. Oh my God, I hate them. I just hate them. 
Hold, hold wait 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 um here 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 here's another magamoron kaylee McEnany. if you go back and look at his attacks almost all of them 99.9 percent .9%, maybe 100 percent were against a person who has attacked him, were against a politician. They were not against a group of people. The oh. White House did not set out on a campaign to attack half the country. I did not stand at the podium and say, you Joe Biden, build back America, people, we hate you. I didn't do that. My former boss was a counterpuncher. There, there's no doubt about that. You look at what he said, you attack him, a he attacks you. A counterpuncher. If you go back and look at his attacks, almost all of them, 99.9%, .9%, maybe 100%, were against a person who has attacked him, were against a politician. They or were not against pig. a group of people. The White House did not set out on a campaign to attack half the country. I did not stand at the podium and say, you Joe Biden, build back America, people, we hate you. I didn't do that. Did anybody hear Joe Biden say that? You MAGA people, we hate you. Well, stop lying about the election. Stop saying the election was stolen. Stop saying Trump won when you know he didn't. Stop defending traitors who assaulted the Capitol, who tried for the first time in American history to stop the peaceful transfer of power. And that's what Trump wanted to do. We know he wanted to drive. He wanted to go to the Capitol and be a traitor. He wanted to go there and bang the gavel and declare himself the dictator. Because he was, he needed Trump's, I mean, well, he needed Putin's, Putin's love. He's, he's very embarrassed. That's what it's about. You understand? He's embarrassed in front of his pals, his, his dictator pals, that he wasn't able to pull off a coup. That's all it's about. How can he ever win Putin's love now? You know how? By giving him classified documents. By telling him who the uh, spies are, who the American spies are in his country. Right? How about some nuclear secrets? Ugh. Unbelievable. Kaylee McEnany. So that's the excuse. I guess um, it's different because Trump is a counterpuncher. Bullshit. Trump is a petty little bitch. That's who he is. He never counterpunched. He has the a, a thin, eggshell, fragile little ego that was easily manipulated. You know why? Because he's a He's a con man, and he knows that. That's all that is. If somebody calls you a name, like if somebody said to me, you know, Tara, you're a, I don't know, a, you know, a purple giraffe. I'd be like, all right, whatever. You, you don't go mad. You don't go, you're like, okay, because you don't, you're not a purple giraffe. You understand that. But he understands that he's a con man and that he is a fraud, an absolute and complete and utter fraud through and through. You only behave like that if you are, if you're, if you believe the 
the insults and you're afraid that somebody else will catch on, right? If you don't hit back, then maybe people will think he's right, that, yeah, you, I am a fraud. But the, the fact is, we, all, we already know he's a fraud. We, he, we have a history. We know he's a carnival barker. We know he's a grifter. Is that Mark, our millennial correspondent? Is that Mark? Nice to see you, Mark. Yeah, unreal. But I hate them all. All right, let's see. What time is it? want to make sure. And that's why thank you. I just want to thank you all for supporting the real liberal media. And hanging out on Friday nights at 8.30 p.m. here at the Tara Buster YouTube channel. So, I'm not sure if you saw this. Where is it? Ben Shapiro. What did he say? Ben Shapiro. This is why I hate them all. Of course, he was blaming gays. For something, something recently. He was blaming gays. I think he's gay. That's because he's gay. <laughs> Hold on a second. And here's the other thing. When this is what always drives me insane, because personally it drives me insane, how uh, when you Google, let's say, political talk shows, these. You're not going to get Terror Buster. You're not, you, you will get Charlie Kirk, Ben Shapiro. That's what will come up. And it's, it's absolutely infuriating. And we also know, here's the other thing, that they pay for this. They pay to come up in, uh, in, in listings and because they have billionaire benefactors. Uh, and it actually here I wanted to play this wait a second diamond where was this Louis Gohmert was upset that diamond and he was insisting that diamond and silk was being was being suppressed <laughs> this is the Republican platform it's time to get rid of their immunity from liability for about even social fraud. Media you can't companies. even sue them for fraud. I'm like Diamond and Silk. They were telling me how they had uh, they had paid in order to have their name come up more often, and not only did it not come up more often, an algorithm was used to send it to the bottom. <laughs> That's called fraud. They took money from them under fraudulent circumstances. They can't even sue over that. Unbelievable. You see, it's all fraud, though. You understand? And they know they they're grifters through and through. It's like they. It's like, I mean, it's I guess, you know, I always say Freud would have a field day with them. It's like they they mock the New York Times. Right. But yet they always have to be on the New York Times bestseller list. I, oh, I wrote a New York Times bestseller, but it, they didn't. They actually didn't write 
a New York Times bestseller. What they did was their billionaire benefactors bought up copies, reams and reams of their shitty books. And that's how they became, they, you know, caught just boxes and boxes of them to hand out at conservative, whatever, at CPAC in Hungary, where they, where they praise dictators and plot the d- demise of democracy. And they hand them out and, you know, in gift bags and whatnot for free. And that's, that makes them a New York Times bestseller. It, they're so full of shit. Everything that they do is they know they're frauds. And this is, it's like the, they envy, they envy the, the uh, normal people. They envy people who are actually capable of writing a book or uh, winning a Nobel Peace Prize or legitimately receive or get doing something that uh, give gets them a medal of freedom they they envy that that's why they cheapen it with their scams it's like trump he he always brags how he went to a great this great university the best university wharton business school fuck off um yet According to Mary Trump, he he had people, of course he did, p- take his tests for him. He just wanted the degree. He didn't want to have to learn and participate and read things. You know what it takes? You guys, have, some of you have gone to college, right? Not everybody, but you got to read. You got to read a lot of books. You got to write a lot of papers. You think he fucking read books and wrote papers? Of course not. Because all he wanted was the degree. Just hand him the degree so he can put on his wall. And it's like that time he met a veteran, some poor sucker, and the guy gave him his purple heart. He gave it to Trump. And Trump said, oh, great. I always wanted one of those. But you didn't want to do the work of joining the military and possibly, and then getting injured in the line of duty. I hate them. Oh my God. It's all coming back to me now too. Just thinking of that too, how this didn't, this didn't happen overnight. And I, I know that Mark is on our millennial correspondent is on our chat. So, oh, look at how orange this turned again. The fucking camera. This is a new camera too. It's supposed to be a good one. Whatever. It looks orange and yellow. But um, back, when was this? When John Kerry, right, was running against Bush? Was that it, right? Yeah, let's see. John Kerry. John Kerry. Was so many moons ago. 2004. Wow, I remember. I was there. And John Kerry, who had served in the military... And had received a, a few Purple Hearts. I, th- I think he received a couple of them, two, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong, but he at least had one. And they, they, they mocked his service to the country. And in the Republican National Committee, when they had their convention, I don't know why everything is orange, but we'll just go with it, okay? They... Um, 
they they gave out Purple Heart Band-Aids. Isn't that disgusting? Completely denigrating his service. Saying, oh, he didn't really deserve a Purple Heart. He just had a scratch. And he uh, made a big deal out of it. That's why, that's why these people are so unfit. And that's not... Uh, uh, you know, uh, the act, these people are not, it's the, the bar started to the, the low, what's the word? It happened years ago. It didn't start with Trump. All of these disgusting behaviors were already there. He just let it out. He let the freak flag fly, but they have always been disgusting and I remember at the time how, how absolutely sickening it was. that the, And to th- let me look this up just to show Mark. Let's see. Purple Heart Band-Aids. Think about that. Purple Heart Band. And they, they handed them out at the convention. Republican? Let's see. Yeah, delegates mock Kerry with purple heart bandages. Let's see if there's any pictures here. This is from the olden days. Nope. Let's see if I can... Oh, yeah, here we go. Here's some images from Google Images. Look at this bitch. Ha, ha, ha. She's wearing a purple heart band-aid. Isn't that fucking funny, everyone? But you see what I'm saying? They always hated democracy. They always hated the troops. They hated they hate the military. They just like a military coup, you know? They like the military if it is f- stocked with traitors who want to overthrow the government that the founders fought a revolution to create and entrust to us. That's it. They always mocked the troops. They hate the troops. They, li- they want the troops. They would rather you die in the line of duty than come home and become a veteran that might need some services. And if you put your ass on the line and you actually take a hit for this country... They'll mock that. Isn't that disgusting? Really? Aren't they disgusting? I can't even, I don't even know the words. But this is something that, this was 2004. So almost 20 years ago. And we know they've, it's been, it's been a a snowball. They've only gotten worse. The more and more and more, the more emboldened they are. George W. Bush squatted in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. They, they just expect to win, even when they lose, even when they act like monsters. You want to talk about division? They want to do, they, if, where? Show me a fucking example of these scumbags unifying the country. Anybody? I don't think you I, I I'm open to it. I will. I'll talk about it on the air. I want to be wrong about them, but I'm not. 
But this is just the end of the progressive voices part of the show. But guys, you know, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Hang out on Friday nights at 8.30 p.m. at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. And we will win. We are on the right side of history, decency, dignity, and democracy. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you soon. All right. Jabberwocky, I'm sorry. Uh, Jabberwocky says, unfortunately, I lost a good friend when John Kerry ran for pres. She worked for the vet organization, which came up with the swift boat lies about Kerry. I'm sorry to hear that. She died in 2011 at the age 43. Sorry about that, Jabberwocky. I know, it sucks. Yep, Southern strategy was back in the 70s, right? Yep, Jim, exactly. That's it, right there, the Southern strategy. And for our millennial correspondent, that, um, that was when, after Johnson signed the Civil Rights Act and the racists uh, who, who lived in the South had, were basically politically homeless, since they were Democrats, they were they had always they had always been Democrats. The Republican Party, uh, they never these were Dixiecrats. They were called colloquial. What's the word? Colloquially, I can never say that word, but you know what it is. I'm trying to say <laughs> colloquial. I'll probably have to hear it. You know what I'm saying? But so they were they were referred to as Dixiecrats, and when. Johnson signed the Civil Rights Act. They abandoned the the Democratic Party because that was now the party of civil rights. And they weren't having that. They were, you know, segregation now, segregation forever, all that. So the Southern strategy was a deliberate attempt, a deliberate wooing of these disaffected demo racist Democrats who no longer found themselves or felt welcome in the Democratic Party. So they, they've been engaged in the Southern strategy since then, tickling the racist funny bones of all of the, uh, of their, their dupes. And that's another thing we talk about on the show, how, if they really love this country, they and they really wanted to unify. That's how we know they're full of shit. They don't want to unify. If they love this country, they would do the work to unify it. They wouldn't whine about um, Black Lives Matter, right? They would try to understand if they if they sincerely and seriously don't understand what the Black Lives Matter movement is about, they would try to understand. They would try to rectify the racist policies that create the divisions in this country. They would get rid of them. You know, that's the thing about, you know, they hate affirmative action, of course, 
And um, affirmative action was an attempt based on an idea or a belief that all we needed to do was get to know each other better. And that would help eliminate racism. And that is a step in the right direction, of course. But as affirmative action, um, the, 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 as it was put into practice, it was uh, revealed, I guess, uh, you could, it couldn't be denied that it, that was only one part, one piece of the puzzle. What also needed to be addressed were, were the systemic policies that created division. So it wasn't just about getting to know each other and working together and and going to school together, which was, yeah, that was one part. But it was also about, um, you know, rectifying the racist policies that created the, the, uh, the income disparity and upward immobility and the gap, not just between rich and poor, because now we have the gap between uh, rich and poor, which is the widest in the, in the developed world now, thanks to Reaganomics. But also, then there is the gap of, uh, from <laughs> that is even wider for people who have darker effing pigment. I hate it. Oh my God. It's just so ridiculous. And everything's just swimming around in my head, like thinking of Uncle, uh, Uncle Tim Scott, the, the black. Senator, the Republican, saying how uh, that America is not a racist country. Let me be clear: America isn't a racist country. And and I, my response to that is, well, then why, then why is it that the generational wealth of a of a family with darker pigment is five thousand dollars? I think it's even less. Let me see the uh, generational. Wealth, USA, let's see, the black and white wealth gap. So let's see. I think it's $5,000 if I'm not wrong. Whereas the gap between, uh, uh, whereas uh, the generational wealth of a white family is like a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, something like that. It's the the gap is stark and wide. So if that's the case, if there, if America is not a racist country, then what what are you saying, Uncle Tim? You're saying that this wealth gap between white families and black families is there because uh, black families, but families with darker pigment are somehow worthless or they work less or they, they deserve that. That's their, that's their actual, that's what they have been able to c- accumulate on their own steam because all things are equal, Right. That in itself is what he's saying. He's a racist. He's a fucking racist. But whatever, it doesn't matter. To I mean, really, how do how do you get like that? How do you get like that? How do you become a black Republican? 
or a gay Republican. Oh, I like their fiscal policy. They don't have any policies. There's no Republican platform except own the libs, destroy democracy, lie. If you don't lie about the election, then you're not, you're not in the club. This whole party is an irredeemable death cult, and I'm glad we're now, you know, calling them the MAGA Republicans. It's a good. It's good. It'll dif- it differentiates the very few normal, quote unquote, you know, relatively normal Republicans who won't cross that bridge into fascism. They won't. So that's good, you know, because uh, if you think about it, right? So you have the left and right. That's why the Republicans always call us commies and social. Well, we are socialists, democratic socialists, but they, they, but no one's talking about communism. No one's talking about that. We're talking about universal health care. That's it. Universal higher education, living wages, retirement security, you know, freedom, like every other country. Uh, All other countries have. Healthcare. Uh, are they all communist? No. No one's saying uh, that you can't have, you can't be an entrepreneur, which, according to Republicans, is the pinnacle of human existence. But no one's saying that you can't do that. We're just saying if you want to play in our reindeer games, you have to follow certain standards. Like if you work and you sell food to people, you ha- you can't sell them food that's going to give them worms, you know? Because we're civilized. That They don't seem to get that. But so if you take the republic, if you take the right-wing ideology to its ultimate conclusion, you'll, you will get fascism. Conversely, if you take the left to its ultimate end, you'll get communism. But no one wants communism. We're not talking about communism, but we're talking about fascism now. They've uh, they have always been fascists. Now you could I've said in every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism, and I'm a hundred percent correct. I don't in my chest, <laughs> you know. There isn't a communist heart. I'm not looking to live in a communist society. Nobody wants that. I knew uh, a friend of mine. She grew up in East Germany. And, uh, you know, she doesn't live... She lives in Germany now, but she just, she talks about how when she turned, I don't know, whatever age, that she could, you could drive over there, that her father said, we got to get on, we got to get you on the list to get a car. So stuff like that. So everyone got a car, but it was all, it was a piece of shit. Everybody had a, had a piece of shit car and a piece of shit house or apartment. And they worked in their, their crappy whatever, making these pieces of junk. And, you know, we're not talking about that. All we're saying is we should have regulation. The capitalism should be regulated. That an economy should function not just for the few at the top, like it used to do 
like like in the thousands of years that came before and uh the the system that the founders overthrew for a reason right we're not saying you know we just want to have some regulation like if you work with people if you hire people they have to be um you know working in decent conditions they can't they have to be you, you have to be safe you have to treat them like humans right and when you get old and as the cycle of life once a, what is that once an adult twice a child is the saying then we, we will ensure that you won't have to live on the street like before like like it used to be when there was no social safety net and 40,000 homeless people roamed the streets of the Bowery in New York. Jesus Christ, help us. <clears throat> I don't know. But they are literally fascists. But I, I find it fascinating how... Of course, you know how Republicans are. The, they're saying their motto really should be, I know you are, but what am I? Because they talk about Joe Biden being a fascist and they show pictures, you know, because he gave a speech that said the truth. The truth, you know, it hurts, but in, uh, before the truth sets you free, it will piss you off. All right. MAGA Republicans, look at yourselves. Look at yourselves. Look at what you've done. Look at wh where you have taken this country. There were boots on the ground here. We're moving. Look. They're going to have to run after at least this couple we can defend. We got to hold what we have. Get your pins off. Yeah. The fuck? Take your pins off. Look at yourselves. Traitors. Functioning gallows. Capitol building. It's time to start fucking using them. Start making a list. Put all those 
And there they are destroying destroying the equipment of journalists. We need to have 30,000 guns up here. What we fucking need to have is 30,000 guns up here and flying, look at that, flying the flag of losers and traitors. Fucking unreal. You want to talk about division? Oh, those are the patriots you're going to pardon. It's unbelievable. Yes, Robin on the chat. This still has the same effect on me. It makes me sick and horrified. It does. Me too. It's offensive. It's disgusting. It needs to constantly be played, I believe. Whenever these pricks talk about how uh, they're being treated so unfair. Unfair. Uh, honestly, I don't think so. The, the, the biggest complaint I have about these assholes in jail is that they're, not, they're getting off too easy. That's for sure. He will very seriously, Trump says, consider pardons very strongly. What what is that, strongly? Because you're a weak-ass bitch who can't, who's not man enough to to admit that you lost? Weak, a weak-ass bitch who is like a, 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 a black hole of need. That's who he is. Narcissistic need. Sucking in all the energy, all the decency, all of the dignity of these fucking followers of his. All of the democracy. That's what he's trying to do. He sucks it in like the blob. You ever see that movie, The Blob? That's what the blob did. It went on. It just devoured everything it touched. That's Trump. He's a fucking blob. A narcissistic blob. I will look very favorably about the pardons. I will decide if I decide to run and I win, I will be looking very strongly, very strongly. That's how you look. What's looking strongly? Up, down, up. Is that it? When you you lift with your eyes? I'm looking strongly. You're looking like a weak-ass bitch. That's what you're looking like. You're looking strongly? You look weak. You Because you are. Weak, small, fragile, a liar, a grifter, a traitor, a, an evil scumbag, a narcissistic dirtbag who will be remembered as such. That's the only consol... What's one of the consolations? You mark my words. I just hope I live long enough to see it. I don't care if I'm in the old age home, sitting in a rocking chair. I want to see. I want to re- start reading the, you know, his future, future punditry or his uh, future anthropologists, historians. I want to, I want to read how... What a vile scumbag we had to deal with. And and it will happen. It will. Mark my words. It doesn't matter. No matter what. In the worst case scenario, let's, let's say that the con man runs 
and he wins, which it will not happen unless they cheat. That's the truth. They will. They're not a majority party. Trump is vilified. He's a he's hated by everyone. In fact, he left the White House. Remember when he when he slunk out the back door of the White House? He had the lowest approval rating of any president. Whoever left. Let's see. Let's see. Trump. That's what I just read recently. Leaves the White House with the lowest. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Trump leaves White House with lowest ever approval rating. <laughs> As he prepares to leave office, even though, you know, he's a piece of dirt, like on your shoe that you just can't scrape off, Trump's job approval marks are on a downward spiral led, led by sinking support among his Republican base. This is, of course, you know, a couple of years ago now. Well, when was this? 2021. In a new poll from Pew Research, only 29% of Americans say they approve of Trump. <laughs> That's it. That's the authoritarian follower base. The lowest of his tumultuous presidency and down nine points since August. Here comes the producer. He came by for a second, then he, then he jumped back down. What are you doing, kid? I'll get him in a minute. 68% say they disapprove of his job performance. Driving the decline, only 60% of Republicans and voters who lean Republican approve of Trump's job performance. What did he do? What's the job performance? What did he do? He called people fat pigs. He grifted. He squatted in the White House. He, he flushed ca uh, classified documents down the toilet, he lied, he uh, inflicted his manias on this country, he turned easily led morons into a violent mob based on his lies, and he has, and this is another thing that I appreciated Joe Biden speaking about how the MAGA Republicans are fanning out through all over the country to position themselves to overturn the election, you know, in their favor. They only like, they, of course, you know, like, let's just, like I say, they hate democracy, but they only like it when they win. Remember when, um, and please, and when they win, they win by losing. That's the other thing. Remember when uh, when Barack Obama was elected in his first landslide election, and they all that was when the Tea Party, right? This the the astroturfed Tea Party happened when, but it it included the Koch brother buses that bust these idiots to to the um you know to washington to have it basically they had a tantrum let's see uh obama protests out let's see uh I, how do you look this one up junior sit down honey obama 
Republicans protest. Yeah, 2009. My God. Remember? Remember? Remember my name. So long ago, but yet so not long ago. Let's see. Text enough already. Oh my God. Barack Obama than the folks driving the Tea Party movement. George Washington University professor Chris R. Obama does not mean I'm a racist because he doesn't Arterton like Arterton says the Tea Party movement. We want regime change. Movement is actually thousands of local groups spread all over the United States. Some legislative excess is the old. Communism is anti-American. Look. All these pictures of, who's that? Somebody giving a finger? Of course that was Obama health care plan. The plague of the 21st century is Obamacare. You, do you realize how long we've been dealing with these scumbags, having to endure them, the tantrums, right? Isn't it, um, isn't it irritating? And the, the, the other thing is that at the time I remember being uh, annoyed at them for, for because they're so they're malinformed and the tea party itself the, the irony that the boston tea party the original tea party was a the first um act of in this country act of vandalism against the first transnational corporation the reason that they the the colonists they dressed up as uh, as Native Americans because that's what you do, and they threw the tea in the harbor. They ruined an uh, the tea that was being imported by the British East India Company, and they threw it in the harbor. You know why? And you probably you guys probably know because it wasn't. Um, you know, what was it? No taxation without representation or whatever. That was the, the cry. But it was because the British East, the, the members of parliament who owned the owned stock in the British East India Company had decreed through, through the law that there would be no import tax on their tea. Basically, taxing the uh the local tea shops out of existence it was sort of like what walmart did to communities decimating the communities and the, that's why the colonists destroyed the tea they were committed they were protecting their local industries and businesses and uh they were upset that there was no tax on the tea that was being imported because of corruption in the parliament because people were making money. So it was the first act of vandalism against, well, I don't know first act, but the first transnational corporation. And that's what they were, so they took the, this is what they do. They, they, uh, they bastardize 
they sully everything they touch. They have no clue about the actual history of this country. And so they're like, I'm a, they walk around and remember that? That was the other thing they always did. Walking around in tri-cornered hats. When we know, well, now they're crying 1776, of course, but we know that if this really were 1776, what, what would they be? They would be the loyalists of, there's no doubt they would not be the patriots who are overthrowing the king and the intergenerational aristocracy. They're trying to fucking make an intergenerational aristocracy here. And they are, they are doing that. That's what their tax policy is all about. That's why when they say they don't want an, they want to undo the estate tax, that's what that's about. It's about trust fund brats inheriting their fortunes tax-free, thereby they're creating the kind of intergenerational aristocracy that the founders overthrew. And this country is supposed to be an antidote to division. You want to talk about division? So here's another thing. I'm look. I'm just looking at the time. We, we're running out of time. But we will have a show this week. Not sure what day, but we will. I swear. I swear. Because we, we don't get together enough. I realize that. But you got to become a patron at patreon.com slash taradevil. I'm sorry to keep repeating it. It's the way it is. Here's so I live in uh, I live in Queens. You guys know that I live in AOC's district. There's a new um, they they periodically do this. Republicans try to run people against her. She's she's quite popular, but and not just because she's you know well known. Now she actually is very involved in this neighborhood and and her district. She really is. She's great. She's a great representative. You call her office, people answer, they're very responsive, they are, you know, they're all, they are there, you see them, they're visible in the neighborhood. So she is a, she's a great representative and she will be reelected, but there's a, there's some Republican running against her and I, I caught this video and it made me sick, so I don't, I can't be sick alone, I need to share it with the Terrorbuster community. So here's Tina Forte on Roger Stone, another traitor, a traitor, an outright traitor who was pardoned by the con man. He's a traitor, too, so what are you going to do? So she, here, here, you want to talk about division? Here's Tina Forte. Very high energy, because, Roger, you know me. I'm going to take it right to AOC. <sighs> take it right to her. I called her out to debate me already. Debate me. Debate me. I said, come on, AOC. AOC, the C stands for chicken. Let's go. I'm the real Bronx girl. I'm going to have it out with her. I want to be face to face with her and I want to oh talk God. to her about what she's not doing and what she is doing, which is pushing her radical left agenda since the minute she used District 14. Did I say 15? No, whatever. Um, AOC, the C stands for chicken. What do you fucking got? Give us an example. What she? I'm gonna call her out for what? I'm a real Bronx girl. I'm a real Bronx girl. So with AOC, the C stands for. Ch what are you? How? How effing old are you? Right? 
that's it and debate you debate you that's all they do you see that's like Mar- Mar- perjury trader green screaming into aoc's mail slot they uh, debate and and challenging her to a debate a debate what are you what are you debating asshole you got nothing you debate uh, that's all they say though i got a debate the debate me bros debate what Give us a give us a clue of what you stand for. Except no, you stand for nothing. AOC. The C stands for chicken. That's all you got. What, am I in high school? Is this a, is this a high school? Are we in the high school halls? That's what she sounds like. It's embarrassing. They are not serious. The this Republican, this MAGA Republican party are a party of clowns. It's a fucking clown show. And everybody has an angle in this clown show. Look at this Roger Stone clown. He's a, he literally looks like a cartoon villain because he is. And then we get this, I'm a real Bronx girl, AOC. The C stands for chicken. That's all you got? I want to talk to her about what she's doing in the district, pushing her radical agenda. What is she doing? Give me an example. If it's so fucking radical, you must have an example. What is the, what's the, what's the example? What is the radical agenda? Right? They never say, am I wrong? They never they never give us specifics. Oh, it's so radical. It's so radical that I, I can't even say what it is. It's too radical. It, it has to be. It's like a top secret document in Trump's drawer at Maramoron. That's how radical it is. You open up the folder. There's nothing there because it's so radical. The radical agenda. Of what? What's the radical agenda? Services in the community? The radical agenda? Or what? What is the fucking radical agenda? A a functioning democracy? I know that's radical to you. Because all you can do is go, I gotta, let's have a debate. Why would she waste her breath on somebody like you, you clown, you filthy clown that get, that wants to represent this district. And, uh, that's what, that's what you got. you uh, I'm going to call her out because the C stands for chicken. AOC. The C is a chicken. It's, it is, I don't even, when I watch these things, I am embarrassed for them. I feel the embarrassment that they should feel. But they are, they are too dumb to realize that they should be embarrassed, which is really embarrassing for them. Every, all of them are going down in history as clowns, traitors i mean the, the, that's one saving grace that and and why we 
have to stop this MAGA Republican clown show right now, right here, right now, before they, they get somebody who isn't a clown and is a fascist and capable of destroying this democracy for good. That's why. I mean, the, the saving grace is that they are effing clowns at this point. But let's not rest on our laurels. We gotta... We gotta uh, fight unapologetically, legally and peacefully. We will win. We're on the right side of de- decency, dignity, and democracy. I forgot we're the right side of history. And we will win. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. The C stands for chicken. A-O-C. The C stands for cat. Right? (laughs) A-O-P. The P stands for producer. Say hi, producer. Hello. (laughs) Say that again. Say hello. He won't listen. He doesn't listen. He's the producer. Producers don't have to listen to to the host. Ow! You bit me. You bit me. I don't like that. I don't like that part about you. You bit me. (sighs) All right. All right, my friends, listen, listen, listen. AOC, you chickens, you chickens. Buck, buck, buck. Buck, buck, buck. I mean, that's what they got. The fucking clowns. I'm going to come out. I'm going to buck, buck, buck. Debate me. Debate me. A, fuck you. Oh my God. Go away. Go away, you clowns. You effing traitorous clowns. Right? Right, Junior? God. He's he bit me, I know. He doesn't mean it. He because he only has a he has his paws that to have no thumbs. And then he's got his his mouth. His mouth. He's got his big mouth. And he um he likes to he wants my hand. You see? <laughs> Because he wants the hand to do this. See, watch. Let's do it. Oh, wait. Come on. AOC. Watch. Hey! What are you doing with my hand? You see, he wants the hand. Come on. What? It's so tempting, right? Yes. He, he thinks the hand, it's not a part of me. It only exists to do this, right? It goes like this, the hand. <laughs> right? And if you stop, he's like, no, get that hand back. <laughs> I love the producer, too. He's such a good boy when he's being good. 
All right, now he's being mean. Watch him. Oh, I wish I could show you this. Wait, hold on. I don't have any treats on me, so I'm going to have to give uh, this is a trick. I'm going to trick him. He won't get a treat, but you'll see. He does give me his paw. I think I showed you this. That paw is mine. All right. He's very good. He, I trained him to give his paw. And he does. And now he just gives it at all, all hours of the night. <laughs> he's just like, I want some treats. Now he's standing on the keyboard. Can he do a somersault? No, he can't. But he, I have never tried. He's, he's too old for that now. Hey, hey, hey. The AOC st C stands for chicken. He can't do calculus, Jim. He can't. He can only count how many treats he's got. He's a very, he's a treat mon monger. He's like Trump in that way. He's motivated by treats. Ow! All right, enough. All right, my friends. Oh, my God. You still have this. Winston says, I had a cat bite me on the thigh like 20 years ago, and I still have the scar. The wound took so long to heal. Yes, they have something like in their spit. Or is they have it's very painful. And it could give you an infection. That's why you should keep your cats indoors. Because if you have a cat that goes outside, it's like unleashing a serial killer on the bird community. And they, even if they bite the bird and don't kill it, they, the bird can die from the infection they get from, this, from the wound. Because the saliva supposedly has some shit in it that makes it even more painful and it's terrible. And not nice, very not nice. And if you keep your cats outdoors, try, don't do it. Do not do it, but um, give the birds a fighting chance. Put a bell on the cat, okay? Put a bell on them. That's why cat, cat collars have bells. All right, my friends. But don't do that. Keep them indoors. And learn, take the tea, the trap, neuter, and return course. Try fostering, too. Foster some, some animals. There are always people, I always say, if you feel lonely and you feel like, you know, you want to volunteer, doing, get, open your home to uh, a shelter animal. Give them, you know. If you can't keep an animal full time, you can foster. You can foster, right? I've, I'm foster. I have fostered. It's. I know it's difficult to let go, but it's all also really wonderful to know that you're you're saving a life and you're and giving years of love to a family or someone else, right? 
And let's see. I might have some kittens soon fostering. We're trying to trap some kittens and the mama, but the mama will probably have to go back out. But the kittens will, we hope, you know, we'll give them a fighting chance to become house cats. But they might end up here in my bedroom (laughs) for a few weeks. We'll see. Say a prayer. Hopefully we'll get them. They're kind of crafty. Anyway, that's right. Spay and neuter your cat. Oh, no, I don't want to hear that haiku. Haiku said, I saw a mouse die just by getting scratched. Oh, poor thing. That makes me sad. They all have feelings. I can't deal with it. All right. All righty, guys. Listen, listen, listen. You're the best. I'm really happy to see you all. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you, Jim, of course, and Mark and Drifter Road to Numbness for your incredible super chats. That keeps the real liberal media going and growing. Yes, Lavender on the chat says build catios. Exactly. That gives them enclosed access if you have a house or or the ability to do that you can do that but I sometimes leave I put the cat TV on because I live in an apartment building so I can't do that I can't have a catio but to give them some stimulation I have sometimes I'll have cat TV on for them they like it they really do they watch it it's just birds and squirrels and stuff kind of relaxing (laughs) i watch it too i love it it's my favorite show so i told you that he that ray watched the entire netflix show the mind of a cat he watched the whole thing as soon as i put it on he sat at the edge of the bed and and watched the entire thing it was so cute so all right he just liked i guess watching the cats run around it was funny it was good Good show. All right, my loves. You are the best. Thank you so much. You're the best part of doing the show. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll keep doing it until they drag me to uh, a re-education camp or, uh, I don't know, I I, uh, step into the next existence. Who knows what will happen. You are the best. Thank you so much for hanging out. I'm not sure what day we will be able to do the show, but we will. But also on Monday, um, uh, Robin and I will be filling in for Mike Malloy. So there will be a show on Monday, the Mike Malloy show. (laughs) So if you want to listen to that, you can listen on Progressive Voices. And, uh, yeah, I, like I said, uh, Robin and I have been filling in for Mike all week while he takes Molly to her, her university, which is hard to believe, but, uh, and it's an incredible honor to fill, to fill those, fill Mike's spot. I can't say fill his shoes, but I hope that people enjoyed the show all week. So that was I I enjoyed doing it. It goes by too fast. So Robin and I are talking about doing a show together. 
maybe once a week. How's that sit? How's that sit with you? Yeah, we might. You know, an hour-long show once a week. Why not? We need more liberal media, unapologetic. She, uh, where did she go? Where? What university? She went to. Um, what? Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, the one that wait hold on it's an all female university where did she go Mount Holyoke yes where baby from I, I never I, I never really watched that show what's that called dirty dancing i know that was a big hit but that's where i think baby went mount holyoke mount holyoke is a private liberal arts women's college in south hadley massachusetts it is the oldest member of the historic seven sisters a group of elite historically women college women's colleges in the northeastern United States. Stop that, Junior. Do you hear the way he talks to me? <laughs> can freak. You are being a freak. All right, my friend. Yes, thank you, Robin. Robin says, I like Robin Kincaid. You're a good match. Yeah, we. it's, it's always a show. That's the thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even when I went to West Virginia, we were driving around. It's I was like, we've got to put a camera up here because it's always a, a show. And the, it goes by like that. And Robin, honestly, is on. Uh, Robin is incredible. A a bottomless well of of information of historical facts of just incredible uh, just so smart and knowledgeable and the way robin i don't know the way she turns her phrase she just has it's poetry she's a poet she's a poet a born poet so all right my friends let's go i gotta go i gotta get the show ready for progressive voices and it's you know why not i gotta lay down and so obviously this cat needs some attention it's keep <clears throat> he keeps biting my hands and i don't like that but it's okay i love it i love you what can i say what can i say you're the best all right guys listen thank you so much for hanging out and, uh, yeah, we will win. We are on the right side of history. Oh, they know that. We are on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. Thank you so much again for hanging out. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you very soon. Yes.